All right. Welcome to another episode of Weber's Way, episode 55. That's right, guys. We are on 55. Uh, today's show is about meeting our new host, Gabby. Okay. She is, uh, she already started. So uh, if you haven't seen any of the footage, it is on our site. Gabby also has her own page on the website. It's www.webersway.com slash Gabby. Check that out. Right now you can see um, all her current videos. And there's also uh, one video a day coming out from Gabby from that day. Um, she just, uh, well, you know what? I, I don't want to talk too much. Let's just bring her in because she will tell you uh, what uh, what she wants to do with the show. So uh, welcome to the show, Gabby, Fearless Mama. Hey! I love What it. is up, guys? What is Thank going you. on? Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great, Gabby. Um, I'm hopefully you're doing good. I mean, I'm hopefully this this new adventure for you uh, joining Weber's Way. We had Allison for seven months. That did not last long, and sure enough, she went to uh, OAN. And now you're going to take her spot, and you have more. Yeah. And this basically this podcast is about um, meeting you, who you are, where you're coming from. And uh, and then where you're gonna go uh, with the with Weber's Way, where we're gonna give you free reign of what you want to do. Yeah. And, uh, that's cool. Which I love. Gabby, tell me, um, where are you from, and how did you start life? <laughs> how did I start life? Well, it happened with my parents, and they did the nasty, and then I was born. No, but. I, I, well, so my parents are from Costa Rica, so they're um, Costa Rican, so I'm a Costa Rican-American, full-blood Costa Rican, um, pura vida, soy pica, and um, they have seven children, and I'm the fifth born, and I'm the one that's really out there with no filter and living free and living life. Um, I grew up in 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 LA in HP a very high a very gang infested neighborhood um you know my dad did the best he could for all the family he had all the kids he had and um we lived in a in a little house in in LA in like the heart of HP uh, like I said very gang infested you know I was uh, you know the little cholita that, that hung around the gangsters and the cholitos and oh. you know his little wannabe and uh, never got never got into gangs, but you know I was definitely around that a lot when in my teenage years, um, and then got out of that, and um, you know, and I went on and did a lot of things, you know. Okay, so you're you, you so you're you said the heart of HB is that, is that HP? So Highland Park, Highland Park is like the heart of of, of LA, like okay. really, like exactly. right by the Dodger Stadium. Is this a rough area? Just like uh, oh know, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Very, you know, very, you know, pretty rough area. But you know, um, I didn't know anything else. So I, I loved my. Hold on, I'm trying to fix this. I love my life. Love where I live. Love my neighborhood. I didn't know any better, and my dad has done and the best he can, and still does. And you know, my parents are still together after 53 years, and I admire that so much. You know, I just. I've been raised with a really good, you know, solid family. And I know that, like, a lot of people really can't say that, but I am so blessed to be able to 
have the parents that I have, have the family that I have that's 100% supportive in everything I do. Um, you know, they might not know this is going on right now with Weber's Way because, you know, one day maybe they will find out. But, you know, at the time, I just feel like I might, I'm just like, I don't I mean, how are you going to keep it a secret? I mean, do you think, you think you're going to keep it a secret? Well, okay, so, so, there is some, so there is some siblings that know my fight and know my patriotism and know that I'm very vocal about things and how I am out there speaking up. But there is a lot of family, believe it or not, that are, one, my some of my family is Trump haters. Not not to say that they're Biden lovers, they just don't like Trump, you know? Yeah. Um, and so they probably would have something to say. And like, I honestly don't want to hear, I don't want more division, you know? I have a sister who's very pro-choice, and we're like this. But, you know, we I try to keep it very neutral, and just I don't want to, we try not to have those conversations that are tough, because we have such a, a like, a tight, our family is just like this. Like we are, we are the glue. We are like like that. It, we're we're an awesome family, and so I would never want like this to get in between us. Though, but at some point, though, um, Jess, I know that my dad's gonna find out because I plan on, like you said, I'm, you're giving me free reign to kind of do whatever I want here and produce the content I want. And one of the things that I do want to do is called uh, this segment or whatever series called uh, Heart to Heart, where, it, you know, people get to share a really impactful story, something that, that, that they've gone through that maybe will encourage somebody else or um, really impact somebody in a different way and then just bring it all back home, you know. Um, and my dad was a victim, not a victim, but a survivor of an abortion, you know, and he said he would, he would, he would talk to me about it, but he's going to ask me, like, where is this going? Like, where are you planning to publish this? You know, that's what he's probably going to say. And then I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say, Dad, well, actually, your daughter works. And, and this is the thing. My dad is so, like, you don't work for free. Like, he gets mad when I, like, do favors because I'm also a professional makeup artist, for those that don't know. But I also do that professionally. And he's always like, you are so good at what you do. Don't ever work for crumbs. He says, you work for, like, you, like he's what did he say he said something like you you work for free or something like that and he's like you are you are so worth it and like you shouldn't you shouldn't work like that you know and so I know knowing my dad and just the way he just you know protects his daughter is like he's gonna be like they're not paying you to do this and that's I know that's the first thing he's gonna say and then I'm gonna be like dad but I it's something that I love to do and you know I'm out there you know getting the answers for humanity you know? you know it's a good work for the community like but you know no i mean probably not yeah, like. even with i mean even with weber's way you know i you know i even with like paying the hosts and stuff like that um that i mean obviously that is the goal and you know to finally turn it into something turning your show into something and i just you know what what our audience right now can afford is we we afforded the equipment we paid all we paid for all the equipment through our audience Absolutely. and now yeah. um, right now tonight someone donated forty dollars you know just for this show and that was just to give out stickers uh from thor lord he said he wanted to give out stickers tonight so if anybody wants them in the comment section just 
uh, you know, uh, let me know and uh, DM my Instagram at Weber's Way Films, and we will get you out a free uh, bumper sticker or free gas station stickers, um, courtesy of Thor Lord. Yeah. But if you know, don't get me wrong. Listen, I'm not Weber's Way is not money bags yet, but eventually, hopefully, we no, will. No, but no, I don't want you to think by me saying that yeah. <laughs> was to like make you feel bad because I no. told you. That, no, hold on, hold on, cut it out, cut it out, hold on. I have to say something because that comment that I just said right now was not at all to make you feel like, why aren't you paying me? I'm out there. No, no. please. On the record, Gabby doesn't really care. And I told you that when you, when you gave me like the first interview and you said, you know how much you're getting paid, you know how much you're getting paid. And I said, nothing. Right. right. Or are you paying? Because I already knew, I already expected not to get paid. So I, I'm coming into this already knowing that. I'm doing it because I love it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, this is like, I, I, I've done it in the past. I, I, I want to do this, you know? Yes, maybe opportunities and connections and networking and people you meet, something else can happen from this, but I don't take it, like, at all 100%, Just Like, the fact that you're even editing my stuff is, like, a huge blessing because I don't know how to do that, you know? Right. So, no, I want to say that, okay? I, okay. I, no, I, you know, I was actually almost done of having a host in LA. Once Allison left, I was like, okay. I wasn't sure if I was going to find a host. I really wasn't looking right away. I still needed to change my, I'm in a whole transition in my new life over here on the East coast. And I wasn't going to get a host yeah. whatsoever until I talked to you on the live. And then, uh, we started talking about possibly hosting and then, uh, and then sure enough, I'm like, all right, that's it. This is my, shot i'm going to do this one more time hire a host have a host do it and i'll pay for a camera person uh it's all i can afford it you know right now and then i'll edit and do whatever show you want to do and and that's what happened we were on a live and uh you can actually see that live on on our instagram to see the actual day of you being accepted at weber's way but it really um i was really done um doing the streets of california yeah. Because um, it's yeah. a really because uh, we're so censored on every platform, right? It's, it's so tough to even. I don't even right. know if I could even got a casting call out to the people that I really wanted to reach. I probably would have had to gone through LA casting, and then even if I did that, uh, I'm sure the host would want uh, thousands of dollars a day. Um, but wow. I'm just glad that you accepted it because I'm doing Listen, I'm doing this out of my, you know, on my own free time, my own money from my other job. You know, um, we get I mean, yeah, we get uh, we have a sticker store and stuff like that. Um, we have subscriptions and stuff like that that supports the channel. And all that just goes back into yeah. growing this network. Um, and I'm glad that you um, accepted. I'm glad that you came in and I'm glad that you have all these ideas that you want to do. Um, but before we get into your ideas and where you're going to go, tell me, um, do you, did you ever do any acting in California or, uh, I don't know. What else did you do in California as you grew yeah, up? Yeah. So I do have like, you know, I do have experience or, you know, in, in just being in front of the camera. So, well, like I said, I, I am a professional makeup artist, so that's what I, I went to school for to do that. And then when I was 17, 
yeah, like 17, I got into central casting in Burbank in L.A. to just be, you know, to be an actress or to just do something in film or whatever, you know. And um, I did that for like a couple of years, you know, worked on, on Baywatch. I don't know, met like, wow. I don't know, I, I saw John Travolta, Halle Berry. I uh, worked on Fast and the Furious. I got I got kissed by an angel. Really? Um, I got a little... Peck on the cheek by someone in Fast and Furious. Can you guess? Can you? I can't even see comments, or I would like v, ask Vin, people. But Vin I, Diesel. Did Vin Diesel kiss you? I, Is that who? No, was? no. Better. Oh, he's an angel. No, uh, Vin, Vin Diesel. No, uh, I kissed. By, I got kissed by an angel. So he's, he's dead now. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Right here on the cheek. Um, like at the end of the one of the. Sh- the first Fast and the Furious, uh, I had seen him. So I had seen him prior uh, to shooting. So on one of the scenes where everybody's dancing on the cars, yep, I'm one of the girls that they put right there dancing on the car, just mingling. You could see me right behind Paul Walker. But then during downtime when you're an extra, yeah, it's nothing special, an extra. It's fun, though, because you're just there, you meet people, and it's fun. Um, and you get paid, right? And uh, he actually got in the car I was in, like, no lie, I'm not making this up. He got into the or- one of the orange race cars that I was chilling in, just, you know, downtime. And he he sat in the driver's seat and started, like, talking to me. And he's like, where are you from? I guess my look looks different. It doesn't look like you couldn't really point out that I'm Latina, you know. So he was like, where are you from? I said, why? And he said, I don't know. Like, you just have this look about you. I said, I'm, I'm Costa Rican. He's like, he's on no way. Like, totally white boy Paul Walker's way he talks. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, why? And he said, because um, I own a house in Costa Rica and I surf there. So I, I'm like, of course you do. I mean, you're a, surf, you're a surfer, you know? And I was like, how fun. And he's like, maybe we should, like, maybe we should go sometime. Like, he was so, like, 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 cool. Like, I'm like, really? Are you, like, he was I couldn't believe that he was sitting there talking to me, like, no lie. So then I even have the picture to prove it because people are going to be like, she is lying. But I'm not lying. Why would I lie? Uh, but, yeah, so then at the end of the other thing, he's like, well, you know, catch me later when this is all done or whatever. And I saw him walking with Vin Diesel. It was we were done with that shoot, that whole, like, setting over there where the street races and everything was. That was like a two-week shoot. Um, I saw him walking, and I just said, hey, Paul, like that. I was like, hey, can I get a picture with you? I'm totally fangirling, right? right. And um, he's like, yeah, for sure. He was so nice. He remembered me, and that, right? And so then, like, he, we, we took two pictures. The first picture was, like, side by side. Like, I was just like, mm, okay, Paul Walker. And then the second picture, he literally got me by the waist, because my waist back then was so <laughs> He got me by the waist, put me in front of him, and then, like, hugged me and kissed me right here and I will send you that picture. It's somewhere in my son's room under the bed somewhere. I will find it for you. I'll send it to you and you can post that in your stories later because I don't, people probably get to think I'm lying, but I'm not. Wait, so <laughs> let me ask you this. Did you ever, did you ever end up going to Costa Rica with him and surf? No. Because oh. he never contacted me. <laughs> like he would. He didn't get my number and I didn't get his. So, no. Wait, so, uh, um, but oh. no, it was just cool to talk. Yeah, I know it's, it was probably cool. What? It was probably it probably was cool for you to do that, but do you think that's a little inappropriate of him to do that? If, I was seventeen. He was twenty. How old was he? Like twenty three? How old was he? You were underage. I, 
Wow. He was probably, no, how, okay, I don't even know how old he is, but like, couldn't have been that much older than me, Jess. Like, seriously, let's keep it real. He was not being a pet, a pedo Peter Paul. (laughs) He was not being a pedo Paul. He was, he totally had my confidence. I just hey, you know, I I've seen them, I've seen these actors in these scenes where they hit on the girls, and it sometimes it's a little uncalled for. But no, sometimes they get nasty. Nothing like that happened. It was he, yeah. It's that right. nothing happened. He, All right. He just kissed me on the cheek, and that was that. So you're a makeup artist um, in California. Do you? you yeah, you, I'm also. Okay, and now. Uh, well, yeah, I. I so, What's so let me give you the little, the little spiel like that. I'm a, I, I'm a caretaker by day. Okay. I'm a makeup artist on the weekend. I'm a, a, a singer on occasion, right? Really? And I'm a freedom fighter mama uh, full time. <laughs> That's what I do. Tell me about your singing career. In a nutshell. Or, tell me your singing uh, experience and have you done Idol? Have you done AGT? Have you done any of those? So, okay, so I auditioned for American Idol the first, so when American Idol came out um, back in, hi, um, when America, when American Idol came out in 2002, I saw it for the first time and I'm like, oh my God, with Kelly Clarkson, I'm like, I want to be, I want to be on this show. So when season two came out, I was already trying to audition, trying to go to, to be on season two. Mm-hmm. So season two came out, I went to the Rose Bowl with my mom. And we had to stand in line. You you don't know what you're doing. You don't you don't know what you're going into. I'm thinking I'm gonna go audition in front of Paula Simon, Paula Simon, and and, and what's his name, Randy, and and that's it. Like, cause I didn't know. We didn't know how American Idol worked, and we had to sleep in. It was it's crazy. American Idol auditions are like crazy. Like you go in, you go, you stand in a long line. You don't know what you're standing in line for, or where you're going to go, or where they're going to send you. Like, I, we had to sleep there overnight because we got there in the day to try to get in the in the front of the line, but the line was like this. Like, they had, like, all, like, barricades just going back and forth. And my mom stayed with me, and, you know, so the next morning I freshened up in, in her car, and I'm like, okay, they're going to start letting people into the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, the Rose Bowl. And then so we went in, and they have, like, a pre-audition process. So you have to pass certain stages of the audition before you can even be considered into actually being on TV and being judged on TV. So back then, you know, remember William? Was it William Hung, that, that, that Asian kid yeah. who, who did the dance, dance, that guy? Yeah. So I think back then they really wanted to captivate the audience with singers who weren't obviously that good, but made a fool of themselves. Like that was how they got the audience and that's how they got the views. Right. right. Um, so there was a lot of good singers. Uh, Jess, I'm not going to lie. There was really good singers. I ended up going all the way up to uh, singing in front of the producer, Nigel. Um, okay. I don't know his last name, but he's one of the ones that has a, a voice too and I sang a, a Christian song by Jackie Velasquez um, 
And I sang that, oh gosh, I can't remember what it was called. It was called like Heaven or something of Heaven. And I sang it and then, and then he was like, darling, that was beautiful. But unfortunately, that's not what we're looking for. Really? And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. I didn't even say, what are you looking for? I just said, you know what? God shut the door and that's how I saw it. And that was that. Like I didn't really think too much of it, but that was like such a waste of day, you know, and I had... You know, my mom took pictures of me with my little sticker on there. I was for 400 and something. And, and then so I was, how old was I? In 2002, I don't, this I don't know. <laughs> but like, so fast forward, right? Season mm -hmm. seven. Yeah. I actually went back to audition because it was cut off. It was the cutoff for American Idol. You had to be 28 or younger to, to, and this was the last season for American Idol back then. I guess it's back now. But um, I went, I went, and I auditioned again, season seven, and that was like right in the middle of like my honeymoon with my ex-husband. Mm -hmm. And so he, we went to Vegas, and then we took a ride to 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 um, the Charger Stadium. It was in San Diego, and I auditioned there for season seven, and mm -hmm. I didn't make it because this was a, another gruesome process. They, it's just, it's just, it's yeah. hard. You know, it's kind of like who you know. And uh, AGT, I tried to audition for AGT again. It was just very hard. So I just stopped, you know. Okay. I get it. And that was David. That, yeah. And then, and, then, and then, like, other things. Like, What's what? that? I just said David Cook won that year. That's all. That's all I said. David Cook won David that year. David Cook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Season seven. Yeah, David Cook in that year. Yes. Um, Someone says, why not third time's a charm? Maybe? Yeah. Well, well, I'm too old for that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but, but so, then, so, then, so then let me tell you. So my brother is a producer, AJ, so he's, he's a DJ. Um, if you ever heard of that song um, that was a hit, a techno hit and really big house hit back in the 90s called Jump Everybody, Jump Everybody, Jump, Jump, Jump. They used it a lot on Laker games, and it was just a really big house song. He, you know, made it billboard or whatever. So that's my brother who, was, who still is a DJ, but he, he, he used me for a lot of his projects, like as a, as a house singer, as like a deep house singer. And that's when I changed my name and used it as a stage name and changed the whole spelling of my name to just Gabby. So that's where like Gabby comes from because he was looking he was looking like for a stage name to put something on the album that looked just different. Mm -hmm. And so that's where Gabby comes from is because my brother was like, We need a stage name for you. Why don't we just do Gabby with two E's? I was like, Okay. So if you Google me, you'll definitely like everything that I did with house music will come up. Is this it? Gabby Mora, though, not Gabby Reyes. This is the crime So if you if you Google Gabby, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's my brother. Yeah, my, my brother is that one. That's my brother. Right there in the yellow. That's yeah. That's my brother. He produced that. Yeah, that's. People know this song. They use it a lot in the Laker games. Wow. That's your brother right there in the yellow? Yeah, the, the banana suit. Yeah. That's cool. 
Um, huh. Wow. That was. So uh, if you do like, so if you Google Gabby Mora. Yeah. If you Google Gabby Mora, you'll see a lot of my my projects that I did with my brother, like house music. You know. Am I doing it? But it's Gabby Mora, not Gabby Reyes. Two E's. Yeah, two E's. Yeah. Gabby um, Mora. Oh, there you are. Different song. Like, there's that's one. Right here? Yeah. Is this one you want? Yeah, that's, I did something with him there. Um, he talks about the, the song we recorded. Oh, this is a an interview? Not a month ago. Sorry, a year ago. Yeah. I was doing in the early because he introduces me as the, one of the vocalists. Okay, is that what you wanted me to show this video? Was there something else? That was my brother, yeah. Oh, yeah, was- I mean, and, and then like, I mean, I, I, I have like other songs that I did with him. There's one, um, called uh, what is it called? Um, Reckless Love. I, re- I like covered that song from uh, Corey Asbury, which is a, a famous a Christian artist. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, so my brother wanted me to redo that song with his new uh, album that came out that was, um, it was called uh, the Therapy or I don't know. It, it's okay. right there. You just missed it, but it, yeah. that's the, the album. And I, you know, I, I was featured on one of his, one of his, you know, music video songs or whatever. But, you know, I did that. I mean, Huh? No, go ahead. So, so I did that, and then I, when I was, or I can't. When I was eighteen, I was signed on a distribution contract to just make a hit. You know, I was trying. I was trying to just be a singer. You know, that's when Christina Aguilera was out. Britney Spears was just fresh. They were like, you know, young singers that age, right? Would be ideal. So that's when I just like went full on into like mm-hmm. going into the studio and singing and stuff. And, um, you know, when you're, unfortunately, when you're signed uh, under a distribution contract, they won't give you any of your songs. Once you're done with them, they won't give you any of your material to like, like walk away with. It's like two years of like hard work and nobody signed you because it was, you didn't have the hit. And he pitched it to Warner brothers and, you know, all the major record labels, but they were like, we need a hit. Like, we need something more. And yeah. Okay. You know, it, it, it's just like, you know, the doors were closing and that's fine. Like I, it is what it is. You know, that wasn't what, what I needed to be doing, you know? Um, but I've always had a love for singing. So I just started singing in the church and this gave my talent to go to God, you know? Yeah. And right now I'm not singing in any church right now, but I'm just, you know, focusing on writing more just because I know that there's just a lot that I've been through personally that I know that could come out through a song and just, and just this whole freedom fight in this, 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 this world that we're living in. There's so much that you can write about and really it can resonate with so many people on so many levels. So I, I do want to start writing again and stuff. So that's definitely something I want to do in the future. And then, um, you know, just continue just uh, my makeup, you know, my makeup passion. And, you know, people always need their makeup done for so many special occasions and events and weddings. I mean, people are always getting married well, let me and then divorced. But. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this, Gabby. We are, um, well, we're entering a new phase here. 
and we are asking you to come on board. Yeah. Um, and you've already yeah. done the first set of interviews out in Huntington Beach on the 4th of July. Um, let's get to know uh, your political stance uh, and what you feel where this country is going and uh, why you think it's important to get the word out. Well, I believe that this country, if we stop fighting and not con and continue and not continue speaking out and being loud, I think that our country could be falling very quickly. Um, we see, you know, so many things daily on our on our news feed, things that are coming out daily, you know, and it's it's unfortunate, you know, that all of this is happening in our world. But I mean. If we don't, if, if if we don't speak up and we don't fight for our rights and our kids' future and the next generation, like for my children, like then what are they actually going to live for? What are they? I mean, are they going to be slaves in the next like five, ten years? I don't know. It's it's like everything's like moving so fast, you know. And I mean, I've never been honestly, Jess. I have never been into politics, like ever. I don't, I can care less. Right. You know, it's, it was, you know, I was always registered as a Republican okay. but I, and my family too, but I never like, you know, back in the day, like it, it just like Democrat or Republican, we still were united. We still like respected each other. We still had good conversations and you can have civil discourse and you can choose to agree to disagree. But now like the division is so like black and white, you're like here, or there and every Everything that they throw at you, it's always something new. Abortion. Now it's like you're pro-choice, you're, you're pro-life. Like, uh, you know, right down the middle, like divided, divided, divided. Like, of course, I would love to find out why we're so divided. That's why I believe it's so important to get out in the streets. And that's, like I said, that's something like I, I always wanted to do, like even on Fearless Mama. But, like, I just didn't have the right equipment or tools to really go get a solid interview and really talk to people. But my, my passion had always been like, get out there and get both sides, like get the side that you're really not don't agree with and the crazy side and then get the side that you, you know, that you do kind of, that you do agree with, you know, like let's, let the people speak, like give the people a voice to speak and say why they think the way they do. And like, maybe we can come to some kind of like, meet in the middle like I don't know like yeah that's my hope it's probably like really off you know like probably will never happen but like at least we can try you know <laughs> so um so, I mean, try and unite so okay so I mean, you're on the right I mean do you feel what was your red no I know what I want to say what is your red pill moment that really woke you up to everything Oh gosh. Um, my, okay. Honestly, like that, my sister sh started showing me like videos of, um, crazy, like I'm talking about like fall of the cabal type stuff. I don't know if I could say that on here. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I can't hear you. Um, and she started showing me stuff and then like, I just started, looking more into it and i mean i don't think i've ever been really woke or like really like but i think that 
right when my sister showed me these videos that Gabby you really should look into a lot of stuff that's happening in our in our government like I just really looked into it more and realized that we are in trouble like like I mean and I know that this, that this has been happening for like decades like I know this has been happening for a long time but do I know everything no I feel like I still feel like I need to be informed on a lot of stuff you know because mm -hmm. I don't know it all and I will never claim to know everything about anything everything but like I just know that we have to fight for our freedom and fight for our rights and get out there and speak and you know hear what people have to say so how did you feel when you went out to Huntington you know? Beach uh, how did you feel how, uh, how did you how did you feel about Huntington Beach when you went out there uh, talking to patriots and people that uh, some people were you know weren't kind of really patriots either Yeah, there were some people that I feel like had, uh, you know, a problem with like the flag and, and, and us like really talking about it. But I would say the majority, if, if we're going to be very honest, the majority were patriots to the Huntington Beach. And, you know, there is a really mega crowd out there. So I would say maybe 80% was just happy that somebody was out there speaking about this. And, and even when I would speak to them, just like there was people that were so grateful. Like after, like we would, sh like after we finished shooting, mm -hmm. there was people that were like, "Thank you for doing, this. like, thank you for coming out and doing this." And I'm not saying that, like, there's so many people that are doing it now. And I, as I'm noticing, more people are are becoming independent journalists. They're literally coming out and using their. There's this one kid that I follow, and I was going to ask you about it. Like he literally holds his kid his phone or something and puts it in their in their mouth like I don't know if he's using that as a as a as a microphone or something but he does these little reels and he just goes out there and, and, and asks people questions I just I admire that so many people are just getting out there and just speaking like let's do it you could do it you have the capacity to do it you know and and people are so grateful when they see people out here like talking about the issues that are so relevant to today's world like People want to talk, and not everybody gets a chance to, like, let their voice be heard in a bigger platform. So given the opportunity that I can go out there and give that opportunity to somebody who maybe doesn't have a platform like this so that their voice could be heard and they could say something to the people that, that, they're, that it's important to them, that they want to reach and make aware of or whatever they know about that maybe we don't know about, like, just let people talk. And I guess that's, like, my my biggest like passion and like just the fact that I get this opportunity to just be the host at Weber's way because like I really want to hear the people's voice like I really want to hear why do you think the way you do like why like what okay and so so then it makes you the person watching the video when it's all done like oh okay I, I can respect that like okay, I, I understand, and maybe try to see how you can possibly, like, uh, understand that person instead of being so hateful. Like, there's just so much hate that I, I feel like we need to, to, to start loving our enemies, like, start loving the people who hate you, because they, they obviously, that, that side, I feel like they claim that they're the side of love and peace and equality and 
just come on in and we're going to include you into the family. But they're so, they're so upset. They're so mad. They're so violent. They're so full of hate. And I want to bring like, the lo- I, honestly, I know this isn't like a religious like show or anything, but I want to bring the love of God back to the, this world. Like I, I want to rep- I want to try my best. You know, I, I I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm not a perfect person. I'm, but God is. I serve a God who is perfect, and I'm not. And so I strive to always do better in anything that I can. And if I if I'm given this opportunity, Jess, to, to go out there and just be able to speak to the public and speak to the people about things that that they want to say and what they're feeling inside with everything that's happening in our freaking crazy world, I just, I think that it's a good thing. I think that it's awesome. And I'm, I'm just grateful for, for the opportunity, you know? Yeah, no, it's all, you need it. You need, as far you need as more we- of God as far as religious, I mean, I would always be um, pushing that, you know, always be pushing God, um, um, Jesus, and, uh, you know, hopefully you you can hear me still. Um, you know, I, I don't I want you to push that. I want you to ask people because I feel like we are losing God in this country and I feel like we need God now. Uh, one of our favorite songs. Uh, but I'm saying yeah. that. You going out there and just, I feel like you going out there, you know, is you got to be dropping red pills. You got to be dropping, you know, God and, and maybe they, maybe they'll come to Jesus or have a Jesus moment with you, you know, and that's uh, what we're all looking for. Amen. Yes. Like, I hope that you wouldn't, that you wouldn't feel um, uncomfortable about that. Cause then I was going to be like, darn, like I, I want him to know that my faith is, like my faith is first, you know, and like, you know, we're here, we're here. This is, this is all nothing but a vapor. It's just temporary. Like my hope is in him. Like, you know, I know that that sounds so cliche, like, okay, your hope is in him. Like really like, you know, but I mean, I really do feel like my hope is in him because without God in my life and everything that I've been through in my journey and my story, like, I feel like I, like, what else do you have if you don't have something like higher than yourself. Like for me, that's the Lord. And for me, that's Jesus Christ. The one who, who died for me, the one who I'm so undeserving of his love and grace and mercy. Like, you know, so I do want to, you know, speak about him and about his name and say, so what do you think about, you know, and see what people think, see how, like prove to people that, that we were living in a freaking godless society just to even ask people the question about God. Like, do you, do you believe in God? Like, what is your, your thought on God? And right. see what people actually say. Like, and then, and then bring it back home. Like, well, you know what? He loves you. You were made in his image. And just know that. Maybe they can walk away being like, oh, yeah. you know what? Maybe there is something. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I want God to use me, Jess. Like, I want God to use me however, however that is, you know? And, you know, I mean, like I said, I don't have all the answers, but I know that, okay, like, I wouldn't call this, you know, meet you, like, getting me to come on here, like, if, when you were, like, looking for other hosts. I wouldn't call it a coincidence, uh, because I believe there's no coincidence, coincidences in the kingdom of God. Like, it was just the door that was opening at the right time for you and for me. Like, I don't know where it's going to go, but I know that I have all of these, like, things that God has been putting in my heart to 
to get out there, but I just didn't know how I was going to do it. Like I told you, I'm like, I, okay, I'll just still go out there and do fearless mama stuff and do on my own. But like the fact that you, you know, that, that just the timing I think was just right. You know, it was just God's timing. And so I don't know what, you know, what is going to come out of it, but I just know I'm going to, I'm going to, going to do what I need to do. <laughs> well, the, one thing that the one thing you're definitely going to get out of it is that we're archiving history. Um, this is probably one of the, you know, this is this time frame in history is going to be huge in the future. So we're just going to archive it and it's always going to be yeah. here to know, you know, if we were, I mean, obviously we believe we're on the right side of history and we're going to see the people that were on the wrong side and people that are on the right side and we see how people think back then or whatever. But, um, you know, as far as God in our show, yeah. we always, we always, I love that guy. Yeah. That guy uh, found your purse. That's right. Um, you know, as far as God in our show, we've always, with our, with God in our show, we always had, we had God on our first t-shirts. We had God in uh, God. We trust on the back of our t-shirts. Yeah. Um, our bump, our one of our best bumper stickers is uh, yeah. is coming. So we've always been pushing that, and I always, love that one. And and there's a and you know also Gabby, as far as your your show that you want to do called Heart to Heart, and let's get into that. Um, I really feel like that could be an also a great uh, topic of discussion with other people. How did God save you in your life? What did God do to change your life? Why did you find God? Where was the pivotal moment in your life where God took over, you know, and those are the kind of stories I think that you were talking about would also be a great topic, but tell me what your ideas are with heart to heart and your latest interview that you just did. So, I, I thought of heart to heart because I like I was already like doing like interviews on Fearless Mama like when you know when the candidates the, the the primary elections came out and there was people that were just dealing with these um you know you know unlawful terminations and stuff and I just wanted to speak to people like I wanted to hear their heart and what was going on and their struggle and how this you know vaccine mandate really affected them and so I just like. I was going live like crazy. I think every other day on Fearless Mama, I think that's why I got, um, sorry, I have an itch in my nose. That's, I think that's why I got banned, like seriously, because I was just going <laughs> was going live all the time and meeting people like, hey, come here, like, let, me, let me hear your story. Mike McMahon, I, I went live with him twice and Instagram didn't allow it and so they banned me and just sucky, you know, but he has an amazing, amazing story. But anywho, I was just like, I was already doing that. So I'm like, I'm going to, I want to create, like after you, you had said, okay, Gabby, you can, you know, be the host. I was like, what do I want to bring that's different, right? To Weber's way. What, what, how am I going to bring it in with a twist? Not to, Allison was amazing. Like, I love her. And, but she was Allison, right? You know, I'm Gabby. I'm somebody totally different, you know, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're two different people. But, like, she's awesome and, and, is, and is rocking it on OAN, and I love her so much. But I thought, like, I want to just bring in, like, something different. Like, something that's just going to, like, like tug on people's heartstrings, like, in a different way. And so I just said, like, I just don't want it to be interviewish. I want it to be more, like, of a heart-to-heart -heart conversation. Like, where I get together with, it's going to be, like, 
personal people that I know first, like actual people that I know, because I want it to, to be like, just like a heart to heart, like the camera set up, but we are having a conversation and don't, don't see it like a real, like an interview, see it more like you are just sharing your heart with me and I'm, you know, interjecting every now and then with a, with a question or something like that, you know, is what you're saying. But, but I just felt like, okay, God could use these stories because everybody has a story. Everybody has something like whether it be like a, a like a struggle, a challenge, a, a painful experience in their life. And then like it comes together because, you know, God got them through it. Like it's usually that's like 90% of the time what it is. Like God gets them through these hard times, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there may be some people that, that, it, that, that that's not the way it is. Like they don't know God or, or, or something like that. But I, I honestly feel that heart to heart just came into, into my head. Like this is a good opportunity to let people give people like the platform to share their story, like yeah. their story that can touch one person. If that's like one person that it helps, that's awesome because it's, it's one person that it helped give, gave them hope, encouragement, but it also brought them to maybe, you know, see, look up and see God and, and accept them in their life and be like, you know what? There's hope in God. There is, you know, let me put all of my, my, my pain and my doubt and all my, my trust, let me give it to him and he will, he will walk you through it. Yeah. He takes you to it, but he'll get you through it. Like, you know, in my personal you can shut me up whenever you want because I would just keep going. No, well, I want to hear the latest thing. The interview that, the interview that I can you, hear you. The interview that you just did. Tell us about that. Sorry. Tell us. Uh, tell us about the latest interview that you just did. Okay, so the interview. I, okay, so uh, the, the latest interview I just did was with, with, with a friend, and it was the first heart to heart that I'm that we're gonna you know put up. My friend Tara Rose, who I met through like this group that we that we like put together a year and a half ago when all the COVID everything happened. Like my friend Rita put this like thing together where it's just called the tug, where it's the, the underground. And it was just people from the community got together and we would just share what's happening, the laws, everything that's happening with, with all of it, right? And we would it would just be a place for like people in the community to come together, but she calls it the tug because she wanted it to be really like, like low key down low. Like she didn't put it on social media. So it was just word of mouth. People would come to this. And so I, fe- I, I met her at one of those and she, cause you get to like, you get to like share your story sometimes, like what's something that's happening. And she shared her, her story that she got the vac- vaccine like last May. And um, she was so regretful that she did that and now fast forward she is going through she's going through it she's going through hell she is you know and she and her story is really interesting just because you if you look at her she looks like like normal like on the outward she looks like okay like the doctors would look at her and be like you're crazy which that's what she was getting she was going to, to doctors and the doctors one doctor told her that she was crazy and put her on on like depression because on the outward appearance Jess she looks like nothing's wrong with her like she's straight lying about all these things but when she when she was shared her story yesterday 
everything that sh that's going on with her is in internally, like her body is attacking her from within. So I just named her disease like the, the ghost disease, the invisible disease, because you would never know something is wrong with her if you didn't actually talk to her. You know, and so many people love to just judge you and, 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 and place a label on you and tell you this, that, and the other and not have any compassion for your neighbor or the person that's right there. And it's just, it's so sad because we need to have compassion for your neighbor. You know, we need to have compassion for the people that we don't know what the heck they're struggling with. And her, her testimony, her story with me, she was, she's very shy. Like she does not even go on social media. The fact that she let me, and it was so funny. It was, it, it was so funny because she just called me out of the blue. We probably hadn't spoken in four months. And she said, I've been thinking about you and your voice. And I just, I don't have, you, I don't think you have my number. And she's like, how are you? And I was like, great. And, I, and then I was like, you want to go for lunch or something? And, and she's like, yeah, you know. And so I, I asked her just randomly, I'm like, would you like to share your story? I, and I told her what I was doing with Weber's Way. And she's like, that is so cool. And, and she's like, what do you mean my story? I was like, well, what you just told me that's happening to you, all of your like, health conditions and all your health problems that you're going through would you like to share what you're what you're going through right now and what what's keeping you going how are you coping with this how are you dealing with it day by day and she was like okay like she just okay and I was like that was just like off the wall like I, I it was on a whim thing because I did not think that she was going to that she was going to say yes and because she's very shy, but she did such an amazing job. She was very natural, and she shared her heart with me, and we had our first heart-to-heart. -heart. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Jess. Why do I feel like I'm talking too much? You need to talk. You need to say something. No. This I'm is, talking too much. Listen, okay? See, the way I interview people is I always let them talk as much as they can because everybody wants to be everyone wants to talk about their life about what's going on and this is about you so that's okay okay yeah, and that's why my name is Abby. I'm just hot. but um with that and i'm really hot so yeah okay do you <laughs> all right so there was another heart-to-heart -heart story that you were i'm going so hot i'm so sorry can you hear me can you hear me cabby can you hear me? Talk? Not really. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> um, hold on. Oh gosh. Okay. Can you, can you hear me, Gary? Um, okay. Talk again. Uh, can you hear me right now? Yeah. Okay. So okay, you tell me the story that you were going yes. to do if you want. I know it was a it was a story that uh, the person doesn't want to go on camera or they don't want their name to be talked about. But it was a story that you were going to do, but it got canceled. Um, do you know, is, is that, a, can you talk about that one story that would have been really powerful? Um, and do you know parts of that story that we can't, we'll never be able to interview unless I uh, probably another four years. Uh, I, 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 yeah. I won't, I won't name her. Yeah. Um, because of, you know, the anonymity that she wants. Um, but I had, I had interviewed her before on fearless mama. Um, but it was a woman that I met, and she's now a friend of mine, who um, had six abortions. And she has spoken now at different churches, different events, in front of the Supreme Court in Washington. She goes, she um, is just an amazing individual, okay? And God healed her and restored her from the pain that she suffered because 
she didn't know really what an abortion was. So that's, you know, what she told me. She didn't, she, she didn't really know. She, she, what she said is she would walk in there and then, the, okay, that, that's it. They just, she didn't, you know how now they're showing like the pictures and the, all the things and how they crushed it. It, it. It's horrible. I think that if people actually knew what an abortion was in the procedure, yeah. half of these people wouldn't do it. I, 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 I really like to think that. But anyway, back to the story. So she basically had six abortions. She talks about it. She now has five children of her own and of an amazing grandchildren. And she went from um, just completely broken to God redeeming her and renewing her and forgiving her. And now she feels peace. But for a long time, she was so depressed. I mean, she started this, she started two pregnancy, um, like resource centers where you can go and, and, and look at your baby and, and, and see the ultrasound and give women this, this option, right? That it's not just abortion. It's a, you have other options. And so her, uh, abor- her pregnancy center was called options. So, and it was in West Covina, and it used to be, so that, just a minute, so that store, that, um, sorry, that facility used to be an abortion clinic, Jess, uh-huh. and it was one of the abortion clinics that she went to to get her number, I don't know what number abortion she got there, but she said when she saw that site up for sale, that the Lord told her she needed to open this was after she was restored, needed to open and, make, and, and do a nonprofit and make this a place to save babies, to save babies. And so when she went to go look at the place to, you know, to invest and to see what she was dealing with, she walked right by the, the abortion room where she had her, her abortion. And she said she saw like, like, blood, like dry blood, you know, on the floor and mm that the Lord was just working in her. And she was just like, wow, Lord, forgive me, but Lord, I'm going to pay it all back, Lord. I'm going to give this all back to you. And she started a nonprofit. And what's crazy, what's even crazier, Jess, is that that, that abortion clinic, when pe- she said when people would look up to go get an abortion, like on Yelp or whatever, they would send them to that address. Because I guess it didn't show that it was closed down. So women would go over there to get their abortions and she probably saved a few handful of, of women who walked in there and thought they were going in to get an abortion. And then the, the counselors or the women that were there, like speaking to them, said, would you want to come back? Like, we can help you. Like, almost was able to talk them out of their abortion wow. because they went to an abortion clinic thinking it was an abortion. And it was now a, a, a place where you had options and you were able to see your baby, like, and, and see an ultrasound and have resources and feel like you have support, which a lot of women just don't, don't have, like, they feel like they just don't have it. You know what I just, you know what I just noticed or just came up is, um, I know about the safe haven laws, but did you know that there's safe haven baby boxes? Did you know that? I didn't, I didn't know that there was baby boxes where you can actually literally drop off your baby in like a, looks like, like a mailbox yeah. and it looks like an incubator thing and you drop it off and it alerts the, the fire department. I was blown away. I'm like, I need to talk to that woman. Like, I need to have an interview with her. I don't yeah. know where she lives, but I'm going to. You know what I was, th- I was thinking, Gabby? Maybe you can interview her and not have her on camera and just have the camera on you and just have her audio. Maybe she'll do that and just keep it anonymous and just hear the story. Yeah. We should have mentioned that when we talked to her. Yeah, that would actually be a very good idea. Yeah. 
I think uh, she would probably do it. You know how people sometimes go like on Dateline and do like a silhouette where it's an anonymity yeah. and it's like black, like a shadow. Yeah, we could do that. Um, you just pop a little light on your face, and uh, well, I could talk to you later about that, and uh, we could do that. Also, um, so you're going to be doing heart to heart. That's great. Um, you're going to still you're going to do street interviews. You're going to go on Hollywood Boulevard tomorrow. You're going to uh, is it? Are you going to a gun show tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow because I need to get a gun. So yeah, that's where we're going. <laughs> no, I am too late in the game, and and I'm done. I need a gun. Mama needs a gun. About that time, I I need to I need to go get me a gun. So tomorrow, I just told Pat, come with me. Um, just you know, film me like asking people about guns and which one I should get, and and then therefore I can just ask you know, interview people that are there while I'm there, right? And, get, you know, get get people's uh, responses to the red flag laws that are happening and, you know, the NRA and, you know, uh, just uh, what, 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 what do they want to tell Biden about these laws? And what, do, do they think that, you know, taking away guns is really going to solve the problem? Like, I want people to just really speak out their minds. You might have a little profanity, but I'll, I'll bring God back. <laughs> you know, people are really upset by this. You know, honestly, and so I mean, uh, it's going to be good to just get some people to talk and hear their voices. You know. No, that's good. I uh, I'm glad for that. Uh, well, we need to hear. I haven't actually. We I've always wanted to do a gun show event, and I'm glad that you're doing it tomorrow. Um, that will be really interesting of what they got to say about uh, what's going on in the country and, and especially in California with guns. I wonder if they're all liberals, you know, that are buying guns. You know, you wonder. Um, all the hypocrites out there. Um, I know, and I would like to ask them, like, what do you think about the, the the fact that all of their information, the people who have carry and conceal we uh, weapons, or the carry and conceal, you know how, how they leaked all of the people's phone numbers, addresses, names? Like, I, I'm really curious to know what they think about that. Like, what? I was so surprised. Like, my ex, probably, his name's in there, you know, because he has those DCWs. So I'm like, I wonder what these people think. Like, I just want them to speak their minds and, and tell me what they think. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Gabby, um, tell me any last things uh, uh, from today. Anything that you want to say before we go? Um, just know that, look, at the end of the day, I believe that, like, I think we all we all have a purpose in this life. Like, I, I know that I was made for more than this, and I know I was made for such a time as this. And I know that it's not a coincidence. And the fact that you know why I've gone through different things in my life, and why I'm now ended up here, in this place, talking to Jess on Weber's way, and talking about things that I want to produce and put out into the world. Right? I I know that that God uses us all in different ways, you know, but I want you to really speak. What is it? What is it that what's your purpose in this life? Like, you know, really ask the Lord, like pray and say, Lord, like, what is my purpose? What is it that you want me to do? And how do you want me to show up in this world? You know, and, and then another thing, like this little lifting is coming on my nose and sorry, I'm, I'm like itching my nose, forgive me. But, um, like, I just believe that, you know, Everybody has, everybody has a purpose. Everybody has something that they should be doing. And, and again, not everybody is going to like 
what you're doing. It's unfortunate, but not everybody is going to be supportive of what you're doing. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be able to accept it and be able to know that you're doing what you're doing. God is leading you. God is opening the door. And that's it. Forget about all the all the voices and all the opinions and all the things that you know that that come to attack you because that is the enemy that wants to tell you that wants to shut you up and shut down your light when when God tells us to be the light in this dark world. And I believe that that that's what I'm doing. And I want I want no matter what I want God to guide me through this whole process. And I thank you, Jess, so much for just believing in me and just like, you know, just taking one and just being like, okay, Gabby, and just like, you know, for just letting me be able to do this with you. I really, really appreciate it. And God bless you for that. You know? No, I, I appreciate that. Um, I just, uh, I'm glad that you uh, said that you wanted to do it. You know, I'm glad that you are, you have the passion to do it. Um, and and let's, I just, you know, I, I joke around and say, you are the last hope of Weber's way. <laughs> um, Cause I really wanted to, I really want to bring it back. You know, I was really going to give it all up uh, because it was just, the censorship was so bad. And uh, I feel like I'm going to take one more leap and, right. uh, and see what happens with Gabby. Gabby's going to save Weber's way. And, um, and I just appreciate you uh, coming on or doing this. Amen. and doing the interviews and uh, being a, uh, a a producer out there and trying to make your own show. You make your own content now. And, you know, I'm glad that you, we have a camera person now. His name's DJ Pat. Um, shout out to him. And, uh, and hopefully we can grow as a team and we can keep going and hopefully, you, you know, maybe you leave the, yeah. the, your job and you do it full time and, um, and hopefully it becomes a job or something like that. Who knows? Who may, maybe you'll go to OAN or Fox News. I don't know because the last host left me for OAN. And well, you just say God's hand. Get it. Pray about it. And you say, Lord, give us favor. Show us favor. You know, I don't know. That's what One day at a time. But I wanted to say hi to my friend Patricia who is watching. I did not see any comments, but I wanted to say hi to Patricia and hi to Martha and hi to um, Pam. Well, that's all I saw. Pam. <laughs> Uh, and Marcella. Yeah. Yep. Um, those are people on Facebook, on YouTube. I can't, I know we have, uh, looks my web, let me double check here. We have, we have like 250 people on the website and I don't know why they're not commenting on the chat. So that's interesting. I don't know if the chat is not working on the website or it only works on Facebook and YouTube. Anyways, we'll figure that out one day. But anyways. It's not, it's not live on Instagram. No, we're not on Instagram. We could not figure that out. I have to talk to my other guy to figure that out. Um, thank you, Gabby. Hang on there. I just want to give some closing remarks before we close out. There you go, guys. This is Gabby. She's our new host. She'll be out there every single day <laughs> or on the website. So check her out. She's got her own page, webersway.com slash Gabby. Um, check her out there. All her links are there. Um, support us. This is a time... Thank you, Gabby. Uh, <laughs> also, guys, uh, remember, if you want to support Weber's Way, go to Weber'sWay.com slash shop. Get our stickers. Get our bumper stickers. Um, it supports the website, keeps things going. Also, um, go to Weber'sWay.com slash support. 
You can uh, have us. You can support us monthly. That helps us out as well. We also, um, you can go to mypillow.com slash Weber's Way, and you can get up to sixty six percent off uh, those my pillow. Mike Lindell, he has got the great products out there. You can also go to Coastal Carolina Perfumes and get twenty percent twenty percent off uh, perfumes uh, by using promo code Weber's Way. So. There's a lot of things. Check out the links below in this video. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and also remember, if you if you sign, if you give us any donations, we will try to uh, funnel that somehow to Gabby. Well, we'll get it to Gabby somehow. <laughs> I'm just saying we want to support Gabby. We want to support our camera guys. So that's what this money is for. It goes right in back into the show and it makes Gabby's show even bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's the goal. Um, and as you know, me and uh, uh, me and Cam are uh, here weekly. We'll be doing a live broadcast tomorrow night uh, for our daily, our weekly podcast. And uh, guys, I just want to say thank you for watching, and we love you. And remember, Jesus is coming.